And so for today, we just want to talk a little bit more about what a morning routine is and then offer up three tips similar to what we did for the other pillars of our sustainable self-care system, right? Offering up three tips that you can use to begin to better manage your morning routine. Our next generation needs us now more than ever to show them what it means to live a happy, healthy, wholehearted life. Balance Period is here to equip you with the tools you need to incrementally improve your quality of life and be the best example possible for our next generation. Let's learn and grow together. Welcome to episode 154 of the Balance Period podcast, the show where we equip you with the tools you need to more mindfully manage your energy so you can feel good, function at your best, and be the best example possible for our next generation of what it means to live a happy, healthy, and wholehearted life. I am one of your hosts, Raymond Ashiel, aka Recovery Ray. And the bald sage. All right. So for today's episode, we are going to start things off as normal with a mindful moment, but it's going to look a little bit different because I am going to be sharing with you all today a breathing technique that you can use when you are experiencing onset stress or anxiety. If you ever find that your mind is racing, that is moving a million miles per minute, or per second sometimes, this breathing exercise will only take you about five or six seconds to work through, but at the end of it, you will notice a calming of your mind, which is so powerful in moments when things are moving a lot faster internally than we may want them to. Okay, so this is called a physiological sigh. This is a way to regulate our mind by connecting with our body. Okay, and so what I'm going to do, I'm going to demonstrate it right now. I'm going to talk you through it, and then I'm going to have you do two rounds of this on your own. Now, naturally, just one round of this will probably be just fine, or you can go as high as three if you're really feeling stressed out, but we're going to do two today just so that you experience it in its full effect. All right, so what it is, it's two inhales. The first inhale is a little bit longer than the second, and then it's followed by an extended exhale. Okay, so I'm going to show you what it is. And then I'll count us down three, two, one, and then we'll do a couple together. And then I'll hand it over to Nick for a brief awareness exercise. All right. So this is how it looks. It's all right. And inhale. The first inhale is a little bit longer than the second. And then the exhale is extended. So I'm going to do three, two, one, and we're going to go through this two times together. All right. Three, two, one. Continue to breathe at your normal breathing pattern. Now take a moment to notice how your body feels after doing this breathing practice. Notice any thoughts that come up. Notice any emotions you might feel. Take this time to be the observer. Because as the observer, you are viewing life from the present moment. Thank you joining us today for this mindful moment now i really do enjoy that breath because i feel my entire body cool down like i get cool and so it's something that i really do like in times of moments of on perceived onset stress because i tend to get hot like i'll start to sweat but that breath in and of itself will cool me down i used to do the dog breathing i forgot who i was watching a long time ago but he was just like, how do dogs cool themselves? <laughs> do the same thing. Breathe like that. And I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. So I would do that. So like, I would do that. 
not around people, but I would breathe like that. And it, but it works though, because it does cool the tongue down. It, you just, you know, it's dog breathing at the end of the day, but it does work. Interesting. Yeah, I have not tried that, but yeah, I, I definitely turn to the physiological side. I know for me, mentally, like sometimes my mind is just racing. Then when I notice it, I'm just like, this isn't very productive right now. I kind of don't want this to be the case. But I've also learned that I can't stop my mind from racing by using my mind. So utilizing this just quick breathing technique, regardless of where I am, I can be doing anything. I can slow down my mind and calm myself down. And I know the way I describe it, it's like, it's kind of like just a clean slate. Like it just stops what's going on in my mind. And then it's just Mm -hmm. like blank for a second. And then it starts to, you know, reboot itself back up. So it's kind of like restarting your computer. Um, just by using a, a combination of two inhales, the first one a little bit longer than the second, and then an extended exhale. Yeah. All right. So I am now going to share how you all can support the Balance Period podcast. So to start, you can support us by going to our YouTube channel. And we're at Balance Period on YouTube. You can go to our YouTube channel and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube. That's beneficial. You can like the different videos of ours that you do watch. And if you have any questions or comments about what you hear in the various videos that we post, be sure to throw them in the comment section. If you're listening to us on your favorite listening platform, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, the most beneficial thing you can do for us on those platforms is to rate our show. Now, I know for a fact you can do it on Apple and Spotify. I'm not quite sure if you can do it on Google yet. But just leave us a rating if you believe we're worth a five-star rating. Go ahead and give us a five-star and leave us a review on the platform that you listen to us on. That is so beneficial for us continuing to expand our reach. On social media, you can find us at Balance Period on any social media platform that you are on. What's beneficial for us there is for you just to share the content that we post on our various different pages. By getting us in front of more people, you help to expand everyone's awareness of the value of investing in their wellness so they can be the best example possible for our next generation is so so important and finally you can join our patreon community now that's not just beneficial for us because you are contributing to balance period as a whole but it's also beneficial for you because it's power and proximity and you are surrounding yourself with other individuals who are also passionate about incrementally improving their quality of life by more mindfully managing their energy. So you can find out more about the three membership options that we have on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash balance period. It's time to take your sustainable self-care system to another level. We partnered with Whoop so you can get the latest and most advanced health and fitness wearable on the market for free. With the all new Whoop 4.0, you will get the most accurate measurements of how the self-care habits you practice influence the quality of your life. You can finally take the guesswork out of deciding which self-care habits will actually help you feel good and function at your best. Visit join.whoop.com forward slash balance period and order your free Whoop 4.0 today. That's join.whoop.com forward slash balance period enjoy the rest of the show now as we enter into today's conversation we talked about in the last episode for the month of march we are focusing our energy on cultivating the third and final pillar of our sustainable self-care system our morning routine and last episode we talked a lot more about 
why it's important for us to start our days in a mindful and in an intentional way, right? Because how we start our day matters. Nick and I both took some time to share with you what our morning routine looked like and how we came about creating the morning routine through understanding the value of being more intentional about how we start our day. And so for today, we just want to talk a little bit more about what a morning routine is and then offer up three tips similar to what we did for the other pillars of our sustainable self-care system, right? Offering up three tips that you can use to begin to better manage your morning routine. All right. So a morning routine are the series of habits that you practice to start your day. And the intention behind this routine is to help you start your day in a way where you are feeling energized, you're feeling refreshed, you're feeling ready to take on whatever it is that you have on your calendar for that day. And I know personally, what we like to highlight here is prioritizing some time for peace. So identifying what brings you peace and making sure that you're prioritizing that to start your day because there's so much during the day that's out of our control that when we are in a rhythm and make it a habit to start our day with peace, then we're able to tap back into that peace throughout the day. When we are faced with things that are outside of our control, we can keep how we respond to what we experience aligned with our values, the person that we want to be, and our goals, the things that we want to see manifest themselves in our lives. So that's what a morning routine is. It's a series of habits that you practice on a daily basis to start your day that help you feel good so that you can function at your best for the day to come. All right. So, Nick, talk a little bit more about your perspective on morning routines in general. I mean, they are the pillar to getting started for your day. I know that as I would say, like, once I stopped playing basketball, I didn't really have a morning routine after that for a while. And that's because with basketball, I mean, you get up and work out first thing in the morning. That's what that's what I did. That's what I knew to do. I would eat. I would work out. When I stopped doing that and I didn't have that anymore, I just found myself just getting up and I would start my day. And it would be weird because not even weird. It makes sense now. It was weird back then because I would try to be like, well, like, why doesn't it feel like I have a good day? Like, what is going on with this? And looking back on it, I realized that. I, there was nothing, there was no intention. There was nothing I was looking forward to. There was nothing I was doing for myself to fill my own cup before I would go out and be around other people. So a lot of times I'll find myself trying to use other people, other things to fill my cup, which was the backwards way of doing it. And it was the creating a morning routine for myself, which allowed me to fill my cup in the morning, which allowed me to take care of me first and make that the top priority, which then allowed me to be more accepting, more compassionate to others around me because I was already complete. So that's kind of like my journey and thought process on morning routines. Yeah. Yeah. That concept of filling your cup in the morning is so important just to remember that each one of us has an opportunity to do that, regardless of how much time we have from when we wake up to when it is we are actually starting our day. We get an opportunity to intentionally spend that time in a way that contributes to our well-being and to the person that we want to show up as throughout our day, which is so important to remember and to understand. And so, yeah, utilizing the morning as a way to initially begin to fill your cup. You started it right the night before with your evening routine that helps you get higher quality sleep. But now you get to add some intention to it to start your day, which is, is so important and so valuable for our quality of life. And like you were saying, Nick, the interactions that we have with other people are also influenced by how we start our day, too. So. It's huge. All right. So we're now going to offer up three tips to help you more mindfully manage your morning routine. The first 
is a tip that we have brought to you for every other routine that we have covered over the last couple months. And it is measuring how you spend your time in the morning. That's the reason why we incorporated it into the last episode. We challenged you from last week until now to track and to write down how you spend the first hour of your day. Remember, we can only manage what we measure. So in this case, we're looking to manage our morning routine, and it takes us measuring how we're currently spending our time and energy to start our day. Now, just to simplify this a little bit more for you, you can measure how you spend the first five activities that you do to wake up. So like, what are those first five things that you do upon waking up? That will give you a pretty good insight on how you're currently spending your time and energy to start the day. So just think about it from that perspective. If you're like, I'm not quite sure what I do for the first hour. Well, that's fine. Just focus on the first five activities that you do upon waking up and getting out of bed. I know personally, as we talked about in the last episode, I used to spend time scrolling through social media, used to spend time looking at things that were out of my control that weren't necessarily contributing to me experiencing peace. And so through this process, you're going to expand your awareness and just learn a little bit more about what you're currently doing. And that will give you the space and the opportunity to make adjustments if you see that those adjustments would add value to your experience on a daily basis, right? So that's why it's so important to just measure what it is that you're doing to start your day. You know, I was going to say, just be mindful in case your first thing is complaining. I know when I used to work the factory job, that was literally the first thing I would do when I would get out of bed in the morning at 4.30 or 5, where time would be up and just be like, damn, I got to do this again. Oh, it's going to be so good when I don't have to get up this early. Oh, da, da. And looking back, it's like, man, I was just making my day shit from the start. It was just down the toilet already. Yeah. So important to be mindful in these moments. So important. All right. So that's the first tip. Measure how you spend the first hour of your day or just focus on the first five things that you do upon waking up in the morning. So measure it. The second tip. It's to take accountability. I mean, at this point, there's no need for us to convince you that it's important to care for yourself. But it's also not up to us whether you are actually implementing the things that you learn into your routine. You are the only person that can prioritize time to fill your cup in your life. And so it's important that you take accountability and full responsibility for your quality of life, and in this case, the quality of your morning routine, so that you can embrace the changes necessary in order for you to develop and grow and to prioritize time to fill your cup in the morning. And so a couple of things that we want to highlight with that, one is self-acceptance, right? Remember, acceptance is a prerequisite for change. So it's important that you accept whatever it is that you notice after tracking how you spend the first hour of your day or those first five activities. And then it's offering yourself up some compassion. So understanding that that you are doing the best you can with what you have and now you're making adjustments and that you are there for yourself. You're kind to yourself as you're making these adjustments. You're not judging yourself for currently spending your time on activities that don't really serve the person that you want to be because that defeats the purpose, right? You're accepting yourself for where you are and you're kind and compassionate to yourself so that you're able to embrace these new changes that will help you incrementally improve the quality of your morning routine and overall quality of life. So, Nick, any points that you want to make to that? 
I do. And it's just to slow down. Like when in the journey of being compassionate with ourselves and in self-acceptance and creating accountability, especially if it's something that we didn't do consistently for ourselves beforehand, it's going to take time to build that muscle up. And so it's to not get frustrated with yourself on that journey. That's uh, the one thing you often hear us say is to be kind to yourself as you would a friend in need. And going through that journey of creating that accountability is definitely needed. For sure. And when you mentioned, right, not to get frustrated, frustration is generally a result of unmet expectations. So sometimes we might have set expectations on ourselves that were unrealistic. And then when we don't meet them, then we're frustrated. And then it's this cycle of negativity that is starting our day, which isn't beneficial for anyone. So if that is the case, if you find yourself being frustrated with yourself based on what you're observing in your current morning routine, it might be worth taking some time to think about expectations that you may have set intentionally or unintentionally that are creating this sense of frustration. Because if you change the expectation, the frustration itself will no longer exist. So keep that in mind too, if that is an emotion that you are experiencing surrounding what you're learning about your morning routine or any other routine that you're looking to create in your life. So the second step here is taking accountability for the quality of your morning routine by accepting yourself for where you are and being kind and compassionate to yourself so that you can make the changes necessary in order for you to grow. Do you want to experience more peace and learn how to prioritize more time for self-care? Balance Period is here to help. From this podcast that you're listening to now to our individual and group coaching programs, we are committed to consistently delivering high-quality resources that are designed to help you incrementally improve the quality of your life. Visit our website at www.balanceperiod.com and discover all of the ways that we can support you along your journey. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right, the third and final tip that we have for you today is centered around what I was talking about before and how we recommend you finding something that is peaceful to start your day because you can't control this this portion of your morning. And if you incorporate peace, it allows you to tap back into the present moment. It allows you to kind of build up this bank of peace that you can tap back into throughout the day uh, as you are exposing yourself to things that are out of your control. And so the third tip is to identify what brings you peace. Now that can look different from person to person. So you got to figure out what works best for you. I know personally practicing mindfulness through meditation brings me peace. I enjoy it. It puts me in a calm and relaxed state. So that's what I choose to do in the morning. But for you, it could just be slowing down a little bit and listening to a song that brings you peace. Milo barking, that doesn't bring me peace. Um, (laughs) So yes, it's just identifying what brings you peace. And like I said, it could be listening to a song or just being more mindful about how you brush your teeth, right? It could be a peaceful experience for you to just focus in on what you're experiencing, the sensations you notice as you brush your teeth in the morning. I know personally, I think peace is naturally associated for me with mindfulness. So it doesn't have to be meditation, but if you're doing what you're doing in a mindful manner, you're connecting yourself to the present moment and that's where you can experience peace. Uh, So keep that in mind, but identify what brings you peace so that you're able to tap into it on a consistent basis 
to start your day. Nick, go ahead and talk a little bit more about identifying what brings you peace and even offering up some of the things that bring you peace. Yeah, so I would say the number one thing for me right now is, and I kind of got it from Raymond when he uh, talked about sleeping with a sleep mask, how he would wake up and then basically you would wake up, but it would still be dark. So one of the things that I use is when I wake up, I do 10 deep breaths. I don't open my eyes, but when I feel myself awake and it's like, okay, my day started. And what I noticed is when I would do that, it would be so many thoughts that go through my head first thing in the morning. And I had the opportunity to observe them. And by creating this space of observation, first thing when I woke up, created that peace for me. So I was able to get out of bed. It didn't matter if the dog peed and Holly was like, hey, go, can you go do this and do that? If something happened, nothing mattered because I had already created that for myself. Because it was just identifying that my head liked to go 150,000 miles an hour. And what worked for me was 10 deep breaths and observing it first thing in the morning. And so I would say it's a journey of finding what works for you at that time. And like Ray said, too, he uses mindfulness. I use self-awareness, which is still the same thing. I highly recommend that for you, too. It's to find something in the area of self-awareness that you can observe who it is that you are when you wake up. Because it's through that observation that you will then be able to have the perspective on the things that you want to change. Yeah, I like I like highlighting that point, right? Like it's technically a combination of self-awareness and mindfulness. Because when you're observing something, you're not judging it. You're just paying closer attention to it. And with this non-judgmental perspective being rooted into mindfulness, it's, yeah, by doing that, but then focusing the energy on yourself, man, that's powerful. So being able to incorporate both, I don't see why that wouldn't bring about peace in, in your morning. So, yes, just focus on finding out what it is for you that brings you peace. And as you are developing, right, this morning routine for yourself, look to incorporate more of it and then keep track of how you feel because ultimately that is going to be the the biggest thing that you want to get from this experience, right? You want to put yourself in the best position to feel good in the morning so that you can function at your best with whatever it is that you have planned in your day. So if you find that you're doing an activity and it's not contributing to you feeling better, that's where the accountability comes in. You can make adjustments, you can make changes so that you can continue to align your life with your highest good and just be the person that you want to be on a moment-to-moment basis. So, yes, those are the three tips that we have for you today. Tip number one is measuring how you spend your morning, specifically the first hour of your day, or you can take it one step further and focus in on the first five activities that you practice upon waking, but you got to track it, right? We can only manage what we measure. The second tip is to take accountability for the quality of the activities that you practice in the morning. And this is a combination of accepting yourself for where you are, right? Based on what you notice from your measurement and then extending kindness and compassion to yourself so that you can embrace the changes necessary in order for you to continue to develop and grow. And then finally, identify what fills your cup, more specifically what brings you peace so that you can incorporate these activities into your morning so you can start your day off in a positive and productive way. So, Nick, are there any final thoughts that you have for today surrounding the tips that we offered up for managing your morning routine? Yep. Be kind the same way that you would to a friend in need. Be that way to yourself. I'm telling you, the more that you do that, the more that you're going to feel 
your compassion cup. And the more you fill your compassion cup, the more you'll be able to overflow into others. And in the world that we live in, being able to look at it from the perspective of compassion is so beneficial and it puts you in a whole different dimension. Nope. Yeah. And along the lines of what we talked about today, no one can do what we talked about today for you. So it's going to take you making a commitment to yourself to incrementally improving your quality of life. I know if you have been listening to this show for the last three months, you've already made that commitment. But now it's just taking it to your morning and understanding that how you start your day matters. And you're now taking the same energy that you use to cultivate your evening routine and your midday routine to finish this off and get your morning routine created so that from this month forward, right, you have this sustainable self-care system in place in your life to where you have habits that are operating in your life that are second nature, that are contributing to your wellness and to your well-being and to you maintaining optimal mental, physical, and emotional health. So, Yes, thank you all so much for tuning in to the show. The last words, as usual, you are unable to fill anyone else's cup if your cup is empty. So be sure to prioritize time for self-care. Continue to learn, continue to grow, and develop your sustainable self-care system. Lastly, you don't have to be perfect in order to be great. So be patient with yourself and be kind to yourself as you travel along this journey of incrementally improving your quality of life. All that you need in order to become the change that you want to see in the world and in your community is to get started and to keep going. So thank you all once again for tuning in, and we look forward to having you tune in next week for our next show. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Balance Period Podcast. If this was your first time listening, welcome. We ask that you listen to three episodes of the show and pull out one thing that you learn from each to incorporate into your daily lives. If you are a returning listener, we appreciate your continued support. As you know, all we ask is that you take something that you learned from today's episode and use it to continue to develop your sustainable self-care system. For both new and long-time listeners, there's one more thing that we ask. Don't just take what you learned to improve your quality of life. Share this show with one other person so they can do the same. Lastly, be sure to prioritize time each day to pause, breathe, and remember that you are whole and you are enough, and you have everything you need in this moment to experience peace, regardless of what's happening outside of your control. Enjoy the rest of your day.